Hi everyone, I'm your host, Isaiah Cyrus, and welcome to my podcast about poverty. Today's podcast is going to cover poverty between minorities and children. Main reason I'm doing it on minorities and children um, as a as my main topic, instead of just doing it, I'm do, I'm going to do it as a whole still, but like mainly just minorities and children, because growing up playing ball, whatever, you know, especially in middle school, I would see so much talent fall victim to the streets because no food was in the refrigerator. Rent was due next month. You know what I'm saying? But they just wasn't getting what they properly needed at the time. So like... They have to do what they gotta do, and uh, they shouldn't have to make that choice. And you know, same kind of story happened with my pops. Like he was really talented in sports. He was a very intelligent individual, but just because he his family was poor, he was basically in poverty. From when he had moved from Kansas to San Francisco, they were basically really poor. So. My dad, on top of doing sports, which he was really good at, he also had to make sure the family got the next meal. So he had to steal, he had to rob, he had to sell the drugs, he had to do whatever he had to do. Um, and, you know, that caused him to go to jail for seven years at the age of 16. Got caught up. And now it's like, like with the kids, like, they don't really be having the freshest of clothes. You know, so like they would be getting bullied for that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad I didn't really have to go through that as a kid. Shout out my auntie because she always had me, she always had me flee. You know, she she always made sure I was right. You know what I'm saying? My parents tried to try their best to make sure I was right. I did grow up in poverty on the earlier parts of my childhood. Now we're doing a way more better. Definitely have a steadier income. But back then, it was a little messy. I'm saying my dad, for like the earlier parts of my childhood, was still in the drug game. And like that was also very like inconsistent from time to time. And I just find it truly sad and unfortunate that there's plenty of kids that have to constantly go through this every day. And it's such a common thing. But enough about that. Let's just get into some statistics and things along those lines. Now, just a quick shout out to the BorganProject.org. I'm kind of just going to be reading some statistics off their website here. It, it provides a lot of information. I will be reading off here a lot as well as going to a few other websites. Because they also have some very valuable input as well. Now, I am going to focus most of these statistics around um, poverty in the United States. But I feel like it is important to add some other statistics from around the world as well. Now, the LGBTQ plus community technically is a minority. Um, They definitely go through a lot of discrimination as well. So um, it says that about 78% of people in that society say they should not accept homosexuality. And that a lot of people that are homosexual in Turkey um, face severe discrimination in obtaining employment and housing. And also in Turkey, 
same-sex marriage is uh, very much unrecognized. So now just because you love someone differently, you can't access things that everyone else can access due to something that's basically out of your control. My next example is a United States statistic. Um, It says that in the United States, Latinos and Hispanics are incarcerated 1.4 times more than the rate of white Americans than African Americans at, at average are incarcerated 5.1 times more than white Americans. Now, we just got to think, why are the rates so much higher for African Americans and Latinos than it is for white Americans? Just sort of like thinking back to my dad's story, you know what I'm saying? Struggling, being in a really bad area, barely having anything to eat, sometimes having nothing to eat. You know, you got to, sometimes you just got to Make way. You gotta do what you gotta do. Put food on the table. You know? And you know, that just causes them to be in the situation at the end. They can't really control it. Of course, you can make the situation. There's ways to make situations better. But, like, in that moment of time, are you really thinking about that? No. You're thinking about how you're gonna get that next meal, how you're gonna pay the next bill, et cetera, et cetera. Don't think of it like this, right? If a rich white person was to do the same exact crime as the average black person, they would get way less time or even no deal time at all when they're really wealthy so they can just get out on bail to they have a way higher socioeconomic status as well. The average black guy or average black person in this case doesn't really have all that much money and of course we're probably like the lowest we have the lowest socioeconomic status out of all the races now i'm going to kind of segue into what socioeconomic status is how it affects um poverty and like and with even more statistics to back it up now i'm just going to read this whole paragraph from APA.org or the American Psychological Association because they kind of hit it around the head like almost perfectly. So this is what they said. Socioeconomic status or SES encompasses not just income but also educational attainment, financial security, and subjective perceptions of social status and social class. Socioeconomic status can encompass quality of life attributes as well as the opportunities and privileges afforded to people within society. Poverty, specifically, is not a single factor, but rather is characterized by multiple physical and psychosocial stressors. Further, SES is consistent and reliable predictor of a vast array of outcomes across the lifespan, including physical and psychological health. Thus, SES is relevant to all realms of behavioral and social science, including research, practice, education, and advocacy. Now about the mental health aspect of it. Um, as I kind of stated earlier, not having everything that you want in life or that you actually need, like necessities. Because some of these kids don't even have the necessities, you know. 
they're not having they're not eating every night like other kids they don't have this in clothes with the kids so that can definitely take a toll on your mental health i remember we had talked about it i think it was in cultural diversity my cultural diversity class that's at my junior year in high school um we had basically talked about you know basically the same thing right poverty and like social justice etc and uh, one of the topics that came up was job attainment and um a statistic that kind of shocked me that i think it was along the lines of if your name was like john or something like that you are you are five times more likely to get the job than i think it was someone like bill was three times more likely to get the job and i i forgot the other um statistic the other name i mean but you get the point the wider the name the more likely you were to get the job but on the other side of the spectrum i remember hearing things like if your name was something like tyrone or jerome or tyrese something along those lines that like were you were pretty much your chances of getting a call back were like slim to none and then wearing braids or like your natural hair, you know, protective styling and stuff like that. If you're an African-American woman, even a dude, because dudes wear braids too, you know what I'm saying? But like, that was also, that's also seen as very unprofessional for the workplace because you're not wearing straight hair, something along those lines. And I really don't have to state it. It's kind of common knowledge right now. Black people, we have the lowest socioeconomic status out of all the races. We're probably the most oppressed out of everyone. Whether you're higher up, you know what I'm saying? Or you're just average, extreme poverty. We have the lowest socioeconomic status, so we're always going to be oppressed no matter what. No matter how much money we have. Now I'm going to um, read some statistics off this site just to put more emphasis onto my points that I um, made earlier. In the United States alone, 39% of African American children and adolescents and 33% of Latino children and adolescents are living in poverty. That is twice the size of the poverty rate of non-Latino, white, and Asian children which is at 14% only. African-American unemployment rates are typically double that of Caucasian-American unemployment rates. <clears throat> we tend to only make 72% of the earnings of Caucasian men and 85% of Caucasian women's earnings. We also tend to go to higher poverty schools um, also known as inner city schools. I myself and a lot of my friends, we all go to a inner city school. I'm pretty sure I got my point across fairly well. I don't think I have to explain myself any further. So with that being said, I'm going to end the podcast here. Now, the thing that I want to leave off with, main message, is that if you are young such as myself, do whatever you can now to make your life better in the future. That way you're not living in poverty. You're not living in the same situation. I feel like if you are already living in that situation as a youngin, 
then you already gonna have the drive to elevate yourself above that and you know make sure your kids don't live that life you feel me the same thing can easily apply for adults too i know you're already sort of living in that scenario in that situation but um i would say just even though you may not be necessarily out of poverty you may not cross that poverty line do the best that you can for yourself so that way you can at least have you know what i'm saying just a little extra you know what i'm saying you should never be comfortable with where you're at you know you should always try and rise above and do better than what you're doing currently i think that's it i just want to conclude it there um once again, my name is Isaiah Cyrus. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you guys took something away from it. And uh, I guess I'll see you when I see you.